0: gentlemen we are here again episode four how you guys feeling
1: great yeah
0: I feel, I feel, Kurt, <laughs> those, again, how are you feeling?
2: <laughs> I'm feeling great. I feel like this is like the you guys never tell you, you, <laughs> you guys never tell me how you're feeling. You guys you never get it to me.
0: <laughs> truth.
2: <laughs> oh man, no, I'm doing well, man. I can't complain.
1: All blessings on this side, you know. Dre, likewise. Uh, I feel like autumn's approaching, and. I'm excited for some nice fall weather.
0: I mean, I see you got the chai tea popping, so that's an indicator.
1: Yeah, I, I like to say chai tea for the mind, almond milk for the soul.
0: Wow. Y'all better stop playing with this, man. You he, he better um, get a sponsor. Need- Listen, that's going to be the sponsor that we get. <laughs> yep, there we go.
2: Yeah, we need like a fall essential list, like like a Ooh. care package. We can do that oh, at
1: the end man. of the pod. Was end. Kurt care package that that had me in, uh, in <laughs> Brooklyn last year. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's 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 figure out something and get to the people. And yeah. um, I think it could be fun. Local businesses you could support, places you can go. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
1: that could be inexpensive for you and whomever.
0: Yeah, best friend, girlfriend. Boyfriend,
1: entanglement,
0: entanglement. Where do you take an entanglement? Are we ready for that conversation?
1: I think you take an entanglement to church.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> take it to the altar. <laughs> <laughs> you got the, the olive oil. You start
1: playing. <laughs> I really had no idea where I was going with that, and then I I saw Google Maps open on my computer, and there's a church. um I think you you take in the church. That's that's where you take entanglement. What do you think, Kurt? Uh, Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite card to (laughs) play.
2: Kurt doesn't know what to do with an entanglement. No entanglement with Kurt.
0: (laughs) Kurt doesn't know what that is.
2: (laughs) How do you spell that? I don't know.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I never heard anybody use that word before, the red table talk. So I I had to look it up. no, seriously, I really had to look up the word. I really I was like, "How do you use that in a sentence?" It's a genius term, though.
2: Like, to not to like avoid what you really want to say. It's like, it's like a sub. It's like a good sub, like a good euphemism.
1: Mm, Yeah, it still feels polite too. Like situation kind of feels disrespectful. Like entanglement feels.
2: But you're gonna get the question like Will did, like entanglement. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think we'd ever say a person is an entanglement, though. Like, can you explicitly say like, "Yo, you're my entanglement"? That Doesn't sound cute at all. Like
0: on Valentine's Day, you're just writing a card like, "To my dear entanglement, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for keeping it, G. One hundred, bless up." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope. I I don't know. I I hope we take them to better places with union and courtship down the road that we get untangled mm-hmm. in relationship insurance podcasts I pray amen
0: now that we got this strong you know prayer we talked about entanglements what do we want to talk about today
1: can you give what you don't have mm.
0: no that's it. That's the end of the pod. Thanks for showing up. Ooh, all right. <laughs> uh, good pod. <laughs> so get Tap the rest up. of
1: this episode. Go to Patreon.
0: <laughs> <It's like> facts. <laughs> get that paywall up. We need to pay these bills.
1: Yeah. Like, how how do we talk about this? Like, where do we start with with this topic?
0: I think I think a lot of us come into many of us come into situations or relationships or even friendships um, with good intentions and we try to give it our all, but sometimes you just don't have like certain qualities or don't have um, certain energies that are needed to give. And I think it's the most important thing is kind of realizing that you don't have that bandwidth But getting into that and realizing that you don't have that is the struggle in and of itself. And I think that's where we see a lot of the the issues arise. You know, you feel that you can give it, but you don't have it. So how do we identify when we don't have what we need to give? Well, first of all, can we talk about like what are the things that are needed to be given some of the things? And then like,
2: well i guess like i guess in any kind of relationship space wherever no matter what level you're at i think the first thing is just mutual energy and mutual respect i mean we all start there but then you know there's kind of like people have i guess love languages you know i think you know and people try to break them into like the four most most important ones and i think um Ultimately, we do, we do need, as you know, people in some way, shape or form, kind of everything that those love languages entail. If we don't know what the love languages are, <clears throat> they're words of affirmation, uh, physical touch, acts of service, and quality time. I think those are the four main ones. And so for some people, how they receive love or how they give love is by giving quality time or by you know, doing acts of service to like say like, hey, I was thinking about you, here's how I i pour out my love. And how people receive love, like I think um it works it works in that way too. So but it's hard like say if your your um your love language is physical touch and the other person is like not not at a um, like at a, a level of you know intimacy where they feel comfortable with giving physical touch or even just like you know words of affirmation because they're not great at they're not great at expressing themselves so it's just like how do you learn how do you learn what the other person needs i feel like that that could be a good place to start
0: Dre, you're awfully quiet
1: yeah i i thought (laughs) bringing up the five love languages is interesting and I was thinking about it pre pod. Do we, I saw a thought on the timeline does our love language change depending on the person we're talking to?
2: It can. Mm. It can. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So I guess, what does that say about us?
2: It says that different, different people, different people bring out different aspects of us, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, there are like people that you have a better rapport with and like, maybe you can talk to them better. And then there's other people where you could maybe provide something for them that they need. Like, whether that's, I don't know, whether that's, whether that is quality time, maybe it's not a whole lot of talking but like, let's watch a movie together or something, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think it all depends on your relationship with that person. Again, knowing what their needs are. I mean, yeah, I think, even I mean just in any a friendship space like even amongst us like how I might relate to Drew might be different than how, my, how I might relate to Dandre and it might be similar in some ways but it's just like maybe Drew brings out a different kind of energy in me in conversation that you know different than what Dre does so I feel like um, it's about kind of le- learning what what the other person's needs are and learning what your needs are and how to address that and just learning how to navigate a relation because you can't you can't force a relationship if you're not meeting them if there's not a me, a mutual meeting of like where 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 things can't meet you know like if if all i'm if if your i guess love language would be like words of affirmation and all i'm doing is buying you gifts you know you're going to be like well i don't really need all this you know it's like it's not it's you're just like forcing your own kind of are you willing to learn what I need? You know, I think that's kind of what I'm, what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah. I I think in some sense that it's a key, just like knowing how and what someone wants to be served allows you to be more efficient um, with how you do decide to show up and serve. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay. So, you know, if you know, that your partner has a love language that's, for example, words of affirmation, and like Kurt gave, uh, the example that Kurt gave, you're not giving that, but you know, you're aware of it. Are you, can you switch it up? How do you switch that up? Like, do you just adapt?
1: I think it's a case by case situation. Um, Like, I think, Where that might come from though, right, like the love language perhaps changing might be in the current space that you occupy like maybe a need isn't being met. And so perhaps your love language shifts a bit to like a need. So maybe you want to see more acts of service um, from that person. Um, That's just me taking a stab at it.
2: I think uh, there's a level of patience too. I mean, not over patience, but I guess just like if you're willing to say, "Hey, I maybe this is not what I'm great at right now, but because I care about you, I'm willing to learn or willing to like flex beyond my my comfort zone." It may take some time though, um, and you know, hopefully someone w- might be willing to meet you where you can meet you, meet you where you can be
0: met.
1: What if someone's love language is all five?
0: Yeah. They're undateable. That's, you shouldn't (laughs) even bother. (laughs) Swipe left. That's a red flag.
1: I'm always setting it up for Drew somehow.
0: Um, (laughs) I'm slamming it home.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, I I mean, I guess we just figure out how to be master chefs. But I, I have been thinking about that. I do think that we can have more than one. Is that high maintenance though? How do we Isn't define it? that? Like, are we All? Or, or I think have
0: I have. We... I think I have like one and a half love languages. I don't. I'm simple.
1: What's your one? What's your
0: one? <laughs> uh, uh, acts of service and like a little bit of, I guess, physical touch. Not a little, but like the normal amount. <laughs> okay.
1: <Uh-oh>. that's fair. <laughs> Kurt, what's yours?
2: Quality time. I think that's definitely quality time. Huh.
1: The, the five are quality time, acts of service, physical touch. What's the and two?
2: Words of affirmation. I, mean, I don't know. I, is there a I think fifth?
0: it's four. Donjay wants four? To the fifth. He might it's make four. Work. It's four. <laughs> I think it might be four, yeah. Yeah, it's four.
1: I think I like words right? of affirmation, actually. Yeah. I don't. I think acts of service is cool, but then I guess for me, I feel like I don't like someone giving too much and then I'm not. I feel like I start to want to level the playing field there um like get we give naturally that's cool but mm-hmm. the words of affirmation kind of like make me feel more secure um being a sensitive spirit i think it helps so yeah i think that's mine
0: i think with dating i found personally that a lot of people can't give words of affirmation like it's weird for them
1: detached society bruh like this is
0: where are we going
1: Kurt says, "I've been thinking about those words. We're doing too much. We're doing too much. We're doing are too we? much. We're doing too much, and we're getting far away from the prime objective." So,
0: okay. So, listen. I'm uh, sorry, Kurt. Uh, no, go ahead, <laughs> No, I, I just, I, I want to say, like, in a scenario in which you dating somebody, and they are, they can't. Your love language is words of affirmation, and they can't. They, it, they find it hard to even be like, hey, good job. Do you stick it out? Do you be like, hey, how do we get around this? Are we, You know, how do you, how do you deal with that?
1: I don't think it lasts. I don't think the relationship lasts after a while. Because so it's not negotiable. I, I don't think it's not negotiable, but I think someone's needs are like real. And like, it's like being at a job per se, right? And like, you might have... You might take the job knowing that the salary requirement you're taking on isn't ideal, but you're like, you're hopeful for down the line, it could get to where you want. Now, if it never gets to where you want, you leave, you know, and you try to find someone who can meet that need because the world's big. Like, there's no real need per se, unless the connection is strong and you really believe in this person. Um, I feel like it still becomes a conflict down the line. Like if I, if someone, especially like quality time, someone really needs quality of time, but I might be more avoidant or distant. I think after a while it, I don't know, it starts to affect and trickle down on the relationship.
2: What I, what I've learned is though, that, um, that these, these things, whether it's like, when we talk about love languages or attachment styles, um, there's always from the options that we're given, there's always something that's gonna stand out more uh but like there's always there's always one that's gonna there's always ones that's gonna stand out more to us, but I realize like over time, we're not necessarily fixed to just one like like maybe at this point in your life right now, words of affirmation really do something for you, and then maybe who knows, like three months down the line, you might be like, you know what? I appreciate acts of service right now. Like, you know, like, and it it may not be that, you know, you're just, you're just like not sure what you want, but more so just like we're all humans and we're all growing. And sometimes it's like, it's taking notice of our needs. Our needs can change from time to time. And I think our needs can, how we express our love too can be different from time to time. And I think it, it keeps things, it keeps things kind of fresh like um words of affirmation just this is just for as an example like let's say it's someone you know telling you they love you like all the time and then like over time after hearing it over and over it, it does it hit the same way like every single time you know it's like it's like all right thank you. <laughs> it's just like over time, does it, does it become, does, d- can something become too repetitive to the point where it not necessarily loses value, but just like the way that it, it affects you, affected you at one time, like something else might show up differently and be like, you know what, this is, I'm appreciating something different now. And I think that's just something that I'm, I'm noticing too, just as I grow as a person.
1: It almost feels like when we ask about, someone's love language we should ask about the intensity because you could say quality of time but it doesn't mean you want to hang out every day or see a person exactly. that often it just means that when you do it's valuable and appreciated
2: yeah because like mine is quality time but i also love my own space so it's just like i guess that's the gemini in me like <laughs> duality <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's like that i think. I think that's what I think they have like the quizzes that you that you take to find out, and that's why it'll be like you're eighty percent this and twenty percent that or like you know it it'll show you that like it's kind of more on a curve rather than just a hundred percent you're just this all the time
0: so sticking to one love language or two love languages or whatever is dominant after they you find out after you take the test. Is that, is that BS to stick to that? Or do you feel like those change over time? Uh,
1: yeah, go ahead, Dre. If I, I'm going I'm to pitch a futuristic concept. That I think that cool. maybe... it's my favorite part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're, in, we're in Wyoming right now. <laughs> okay, notepads out, glasses on. Um, I feel like in every season... Let's say there's there's four quarters in the year, right? So every three months we ask our partner or our prospects, potential entanglement, whatever we want to call it these days, what is their love language for this season? Because quality time could be like in New York City with the different seasons, like weather wise, like maybe I need more quality time in the winter because I feel depressive. And that that could look different, or maybe summertime because it's easier to link up, and then wintertime because it's cold. I might need words of affirmation to get me through this, um, or maybe it's just like a different work time at during in my profession. Um, so I do think that maybe we can act seasonally every three months. Like, yeah, what are your what is your love language for this season? How can I meet you there? Thoughts?
0: I think it, I think that's a great idea as a concept. Oh, I don't man. know how realistic or sustainable that is because like you said, for example, like in New York City, there's so many people and it can vary, you uh, you know the to the extent of the time that you're spending with each person especially if you're dating multiple te- multiple people at one time i think i think it takes time to kind of get a feel of what someone's love language is and to really um make sure that you're 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 tapping into that now you got susie in her love language is words of affirmation right and you're you're learning that a couple of months go by by the time you kind of figure it out you might be done with Susie and you might be dating what well, Pamela Why? i, I and
1: think this, her, she's I, I think this would apply more for like a partnership where like you're actually okay. doing the check-ins like i think dating it might be good to know like a bit but I don't think I would go seasonal approach just yet because
2: okay
1: yeah I just i that's that's a 10-day contract and you want to uh, you know what I mean you want to get signed before we start like Filling out the commitments of what we can do, you know. Okay. Yeah, I like so the how, check-ins
2: and no, the and the partnership
1: idea. Thank you, Kurt. No, I like. It. <laughs> Wait, I'm, like okay. <laughs> I'm not here to be like, oh, Yo, Jay, your idea I'm is trash, okay. like, nah, it's that. No,
0: I think it's okay. So, in a in a relationship, right? How long does it take to really, or how long should it take for your partner to master your love language?
1: I mean mastering, that's a whole I don't yeah. know. That's that could be twelve years, that could be one month for some people. It just really depends. Because so I think it's also about like the intensity of like how I need someone to I guess show up in this need. But yeah, go ahead, Kurt.
2: No, I why I like your idea is because like um maybe they will maybe with the check in you might ask them and they don't maybe they don't have an answer right away. Maybe they're just like, hmm, I'm not even sure. But they get time to reflect on it themselves. And you gives you time to reflect on it too. And I feel like uh a lot of times we're in we can be so in a situation that we're not aware of like what's like we, we could be not aware of what our particular needs might be. Like because you kinda because and sometimes you just expect it. You just expect like I'm supposed to get compliments. I'm supposed to get physical touch. I'm supposed to get, you know, but you're just like, your partner maybe is looking for a, maybe they have a different way of connecting and you're, and they're, they're maybe not entirely sure exactly how to approach. So I think, I think it, it gives both individuals time to tap into their own desires and to know their, their partner's desires as well. I think it's, I think it's a good space to offer for reflection kind of all around and be like, you know what? let me think more about what I need. Like, even if, you know, even if you have the answer right away, it's like, well, how can you can, I think that's what makes a partnership, right? It's like you both, both chefs like adding their ingredients in the pot, trying to make the best meal possible. Like, (laughs)
1: like, come on now. now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think it's like, you know, you're trying to like, if there's two, I think, but both people have to know exactly what's going in there and like, what the outcome is going to be so i feel like you know just throwing everything in there you're not really sure you're you're kind of just not really having an attention so i think having a space to reflect on what your own desires might be and having space to understand your partner more might really help
1: yeah and I, i also add to that like you'd be intrigued just to see what people would say when they're offered something like you might think like, yeah, like all these things are expected, but if you ask like, yo, how can I show up for you today? Like that, that time to meditate and reflect on it hits you differently. You're like, wait, huh? Like how do I want you to show up for me today? Like I might, I might need a little bit more communication today. Like today might be a little harder for me and I just want you to communicate with me to, keep me reassured um yeah or i might need space yeah Yeah. important
0: something i thought was really important also in addition to love languages was attachment style oh yeah so can you just kind of can we just kind of get into that that a little bit i think that's really important too this is
2: psychology with kurt all right so (laughs) (laughs) um attachment styles i learned about this last year and um when i learned about it 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 provide it literally i had a breakthrough moment like when i started like doing my own research on it and so the attachment styles hopefully i remember this right um there is uh there's avoidant attachment there's dismissive avoidant um there is anxious there is secure and there's fearful um all of these are kind of it's not just it's not just dating relationships i mean it it's deep like it, it comes from relationships with your parents like your caregivers and i think however your experiences however your experiences were formulated from your early childhood days i think they go into your relationships moving forward so um I think, you know, fearful avoidant people, fearful fearful attachment, fearfully attached people, sorry, may have more, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of, uh, you know, just, and that's probably, you know, caused from, that's probably coming from trauma that they probably experienced. And they're just like, I'm scared that you're gonna go away. Like, I'm scared, I'm not gonna have you, right. And then there's like the anxious, which is kind of Maybe less intense as fearful, but it's still like this sort of anxiety. Like, is this person gonna leave? Is this person gonna stay? Is this person, you know, just like you're just, you know, you. I think like an anxious avoidant person may need more reassurance. Um, uh, a dismissive, a dismissive avoidant person might, uh, I guess, not be so open to. To connect like it's not that they don't want to but they can't from 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 inside and out they can't connect the dots to whatever is needed to like get to the point of intimacy that they that they need to express because it's not like dismissive because um dismissive avoidant people i think it's not that they don't want to connect i think they just struggle with struggle from whatever reason you know for whether it's from childhood whatever they just struggle to feel safe to express themselves so they kind of avoid they kind of avoid the intimacy they kind of avoid they kind of turn away from confronting those situations head on and secure attachment i think is just like you know you're much more confident you're much more solid like in your relationships whether that's like whether you're questioning if someone will leave or questioning your love for someone i feel like a secure a secure attached person is just like no they're that person has a space they need, that person is like, you know, just full, fully imagine whatever you imagine secure to be. I think that's what secure. That's like a super layman's term. This is like attachment styles for dummies. Like I just explained that's basic. That's the basic idea, I think. Uh, Feel free to hit me up if I'm wrong on anything. Maybe (laughs) to our (laughs) listeners.
0: So with those in mind and also love languages in mind. Yeah. Do you feel like do you guys feel like those things can kind of be like the hindrance, a possible hindrance as to what certain, what you, what one can't give in a relationship? Like how important are those things to understand, like which one you are, and as opposed to like, I mean, in relation to what you can give?
1: Yeah, I I think that, I mean, even learning about attachment styles and um more in depth about love languages it does help you figure out like the fit a bit more and instead of kind of like going in blindly and trying to figure out how to serve or how to show up um so the way i would look at it is more of like a measurement in a, in a sense of like this is what fits this person and this is how i probably should target their needs and try to be efficient when I am trying to show up, when I am available to show up um, for them, so it, it's kind of like a uh, relationships don't come with a tutorial or how to, but it feels like it's a it's a prefit before you go into it for me.
2: Yeah, for me, like I didn't learn about it till, like I said, kind of pretty much recently. So I didn't it's not something I've always had to navigate my relationships with. Um, but once I started to understand it, it made a lot of sense to me. It was just like, Oh, this feels like the relationships I've had in my family. Actually, this feels like, you know, this makes sense. Like basically reading about it. So like, um, I think in knowing your own attachment style and knowing someone else's, um, I think if it's not secure, if it's not like secure attachment, sometimes we can look at them as reasons to kind of chastise people like, oh, this person is fearful, like, and, or this person is avoidant. And I think, um, I think it's, it's, it's like Dre said, it's like having a cheat code in a sense to kind of knowing like, oh, okay, this is, this is how you, this is how you express love and this this may be where you may struggle in certain areas and this is how i express and this this is where i struggle how can we meet each other's needs like i think um something that's really common is dismissive avoidant people and anxiously attached people tend to get matched up a lot actually and (laughs) it sucks because like they're kind of the opposite right it's like one is leaning one is like seeking more connection and the other one's like running away from it and those relationships tend to happen a lot um and those connections happen a lot um so i think in knowing that like if you're in a situation where someone's more anxious and another person's more avoidant being more aware of that can be like you know for the anxious person just like how can i reassure you you know to let you know that even though I may struggle in certain areas. I still care. I still want to show up for the anxious, for the, you know, for the, on the other way around, like the dismissive avoidant person may feel like maybe it's not safe for me to express myself. And so the other person may have to say like, Hey, I understand that you may feel the need to run, but I want you to know that it's okay on your own time. However, you feel safe to express like it's okay. You know, you know, just providing a safe space. So I think that's, those are some of the things, those are some of the ways that people can meet each other. And, and, and their attachment styles.
0: Yeah, I think uh, for me, I literally just learned about attachment styles. Like I want to say earlier this year, I forgot. I think I stumbled upon like an article or something like that. But I think all of these things are super key in realizing or, you know, trying to figure out how to best serve your partner and how to best just navigate any type of relationship, whether it's a friendship or, or, uh, romantic. Like, I just think that it's important. It's, it's super important to know all these things. And I think the more, you know, the easier it is. I think it can be to, to be, to be the, your best self in any relationship. But I think that maybe sometimes like these things can also be very heavily leaned on, and what I mean by that is that somebody like some people are kind of like, "Oh my god, like I'm uh, words of affirmation, I'm like physical touch, like you got to give this to me, or like we won't work." Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't think that's realistic.
1: But I guess like so, like let's say tom isn't getting um quality time in his relationship and he's like he's being patient it's just not happening what happens to the need does tom look outside the relationship for quality time or does tom's like i wouldn't say suffer but like have to weather the storm during this like period of patience and figuring out if it's partner can you know meet the need so do you think relationships are about in a sense like needs being met
0: yeah definitely i mean but i don't think you i don't think it should get to a point where it feels like a job like it's for example oh my partner needs these three different you know uh things that need to be met right i gotta check off these boxes i I gotta i gotta know what their attachment style is i gotta know you know the love language and and really make sure i'm bringing those things i I think that's i think sometimes that can be a little overwhelming in itself but i think just being aware of it i think just gives you an upper hand just because like you said like if, if tom's not getting you know, his uh, quality time, he's not looking elsewhere for it because his girlfriend, Amy, knows that he needs these things, but even though she might be busy, she'll carve out 30 extra minutes a week than what she used to. So I think it's just all about compromise.
1: Yeah, meeting in the middle, uh, I think that's, that's a key. And also, going back to the topic at hand, like, can you really give what you don't have? So if you don't have time, quality time to give, can you can you give that to your partner maybe not right so i think there's a level of honesty and, and real realistic to make it realism to make it sustainable in a sense because um, if i think the way the way i look at partnership is thinking about long-term moves um not everyone but the ones that are serious and feel right like I do think about building for the long term. And so I think about sustainability a lot. I do think about how to show up, my needs, their needs. And I think on the daily or maybe monthly check-in, I check with myself when I'm in those spaces. Like, is this making sense? Um, I I do think I do ask that. Am I given what I have? Like, it's like a emotional bank and i don't want to overdraft right like i think that's pretty much like the concept of this pod like you know do we have enough in our savings for ourselves, our own reserve um and do we not make sure our checking goes to zero and we're just swiping out of overdraft fees um so yeah i, I do want to pivot the combo a little bit more there too like can we give what we don't have? I mean, have y'all ever been in a situation maybe where y'all given what you didn't have?
0: Yeah, I feel like um I feel like that happens normally. I don't I think that for me it took a while to figure out what what all my partners what, what my partners needed. You know, when, when in, when in a situation where your, your partner's calling out and being like, Hey, like I need this amount of time to spend. It's like, okay, I'm working. I got this side hustle. I do this. Is this okay? You know, is this, is, is three days out of a week or four days out of three and a half or whatever? Is is this okay? So I think in a situation, I think, uh, probably around the time, like, when I was when I was dating um a little like either after college, um for me time was a problem just because I was I was interning, I was I was working, I was like I think I had like uh I don't know, some some other side hustle or whatever. And whoever I was dating at the time, I can't even remember, like I'm sorry. If you're listening to this and <laughs> you know who you are, <laughs> I uh I I couldn't I couldn't give that just because I didn't I didn't know how to structure myself. So looking back on if I had to write a note to my former self or my younger self, I, I'd be like, yo, like just try to figure that out because you can make somebody really unhappy and then I think that's where resentment starts to set in. So for me it was just figuring out Um, we're just going through it because we would just argue and be like, oh, uh, like you do not spend enough time with me. And I'm like, well, I'm busy. I'm trying to get this money. So (laughs) it's, it's important to kind of just have that conversation and figure out like how to make those changes. But I think if you're young and you don't really know any better, you might just be like, well, whatever, like, you know, this girl, like is just being needy or this, this dude's being needy or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's not really that. It's literally, you're just not, being you're not fulfilling their uh their love language so i'd ask like the same question to you guys like what what scenario or do you find how do you guys found yourself in a similar scenario and how would you deal with it
1: yeah i i have um uh high school times um prom date, which was uh a relationship i was in at the time so i was selling there was candy that people were selling and i was a young entrepreneur back then so i decided to do like um drinks like sodas whatever because we only had one vending machine and it was snapples and people need variety um so i was illegally selling um
0: you different- say illegally
1: yeah, legally selling different drinks because people want put yourself out here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. We, we 10 years, we 10 uh, years allegedly, and... allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, 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 <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Whoa. <laughs> um, but yeah, like because I was so into, I wanted to pay for her prom dress, the entire prom. Prom is so expensive back then. Um, I wasn't meeting her need of quality time, which then factor into the relationship. Um, I also like lived an hour away from my high school. So that was just, after I was selling, like I was just selling drinks, I was. <laughs> I was <Yeah. laughs>
0: does, it sounds like you were slinging something.
1: You, yeah, you it's, never it's, know it's, what like part of the pot they listen to. So I just want to make sure they catch <laughs> it right it was, we, got it, we got it right on tape right there.
0: <laughs> we do
1: it. You want to make sure. After I was selling my beverages, um, you know, I would just go home and long story short, or short story long, I like to use it It just didn't pan out. Like I couldn't meet her need of quality time. Um, didn't go to prom, went to the after party and had a, a little savings to enter college from the, the beverage selling. But I think looking back at it then it's like, and I did try to contextualize is my word of the year. Contextualize it so that she knew that like, the sacrifice of the time is for something down the line. But I mean, like a couple months down the line. But I also understand like the need can be strong too. like, quality time can be real like and if you are not seeing your partner, boyfriend, I don't know. I think we used to call it like hubby and wifey back then. Um then what's the point of the relationship, right? Like no one wants really like a text buddy or just someone they see in high school and middle school. Um, in the hallways. They just they want someone that's really for them. Um, so that's my story. I never had a prom, y'all. I didn't go either. What? Yeah. I didn't go to prom. Really?
0: Me and my friends did like, an anti-prom, and we just, like, hung out and got dinner.
1: I they going to say drunk. Uh, you nah, prote- not
0: at 17. Nah. You,
1: you protested nah. the prom at 17?
0: Yeah. I told yo, activism.
1: Well, it's too expensive? Shorties? Uh, woman, woman, woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't too expensive. I think, for me, I had a date. But she ended up being like, for lack of a better term, you know how they say in the fifties a floozy, you know what I mean. She, was she cancels. She's a little loose, and she ended up like breaking up with me. I think shortly before prom, and I knew she was going to be there, and she was going. I found out she was going with another guy, so I was like, you know what, I'm not going.
1: You should pull up by yourself. I didn't. I didn't have the
0: the, the swagger and confidence that I have today so it, it just you know I could if, if I could go back <laughs> you know, I would have pulled up like what's up just it real fast right
1: yeah dang wow
0: why didn't you go to prom Kirk
2: I didn't have one I, I went to a private high school yeah. and super small school super small super small graduating class of like nine people um, uh, we had a gala to end the year right and um not fancy well <laughs> you, speaking of boycotts right <laughs> speaking of boycotts so this this class is really uneven it's like seven boys and like two girls um i think the, the girls in the in the class they had to get this is a private school that like goes through like a church whatever i believe they had to get their outfits approved uh i don't know what the whole process was but the girls boycott the prom because or the gala because they they felt like their outfits were being police and stood with them. Obviously totally get it. I was like, good job for not showing up. But that means there's gonna be seven dudes at this gala. Like <laughs> <So, And around. laughs> <sighs> hey, bro, nice fit. I know, yeah, bro. So pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. Um yeah, but yeah, we never really had a prom, we never really had like a prom situation. It was really like let's get together and celebrate the end of the year. That's all
1: dang i feel like i gotta orchestrate an adult prom because yo,
2: man,
1: you need to- <laughs> i you know in my but teaching days the last thing i did uh was shoot a prom like photography and you know these kids the way they style up you know it's like the nba draft dog they
2: don't play around yo. it's
1: nba it's not the same it's a different league it's nba draft yo there's the no
2: way i, I could have done what they
1: what these <laughs> kids are doing. no way <laughs> But now that I see the tapes, I would want to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel inspired. Like, then I was shooting. I was just like, yo, <laughs> number one pick over here. All right, <laughs>
2: outfit. Like, they don't play.
1: It's legit. The kid you thought was in the back of the class. That's Sean? Like, that's it? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a different league. So, I mean, adult. I would do an adult one. I think that would be cool
2: to the, to the topic at hand though um i guess what what do you do if you're in a situation you're in a partnership whatever and you're expressing your needing your partner literally says like i can't i just can't and maybe it's situational maybe it's not that they're not willing but they just can't do what you're you know they can't give what they don't have what i guess how do you,
0: how do you navigate that the breakup uh I don't like the word "can't." You tell me you can't. You're not like what? Nah, bro. Like it's not. No, I'm so serious. You just you <laughs> end it. You end it. We're listen. We're too old. It's not high school. You know. We're not meeting in the hallways for. You know. Oh, okay, you can't. That's fine. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> no. You figure it out. He's <laughs> telling me no. <laughs>
1: so. <laughs> All right, This is the part of the show I love When, when it's the Jew the part um, So you don't like You say you don't like the word can't But I mean have you ever felt Like there's a need that you can't meet For someone All the
0: time yeah for sure so I How feel do you like say I can't, it
1: <laughs> Listen
0: I, I acknowledge that I can't Do it at the moment But will I try and work my way up to it Absolutely but I don't want to hear just like Oh I can't like that's the end of the discussion No uh, right.
2: I get what you're yeah. yeah. So and I think that's what I'm referring to. I'm not like I'm not willing, but more so like this okay. is difficult for me right now.
1: Yeah, because okay. can't feels like a, a yeah.
2: Just like that's just like a
0: giving up. Yeah. Like, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> we can't.
0: Like, can't. Yeah, it feels like a lid,
1: and I feel like we want something with some like want to keep the window open, you know. Yeah. Okay, Dre. What did what did you do when someone told you you can't? They can't. Do do? um pre28 dre was in a lot of ways I've noticed that I can be very adjustable so like all right you can't that's cool and kind of like suffer quietly um yeah, I don't know because I wouldn't I wouldn't play around and try to manipulate the game and like be petty and like oh you can't do that but I'm gonna not do this. I would still show up as normal, maybe a little scaled back, nothing crazy, but I feel like I would just be adjustable. Like, all right, yeah, I hear you. Like, maybe you'll come around. I'm like, I'm like the hopeful kid. Like, all right. Like I get it. Like you faced a lot of trauma. One day. Yeah. One day, (laughs) one day. God's working on all of us. Yeah. Like we're going to get around to it. Like, and you're going to be like, yeah, thank you for being patient with me. But, uh, yeah, the can't. The, the, <laughs> <That> sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I think when when we listen, because a lot of times when we look at the dating space, like when we listen to some of the things that are being said, there's times where we should just be saying, I can't do this, like off bat. Like there's just there's a lot of things that seem non-negotiable to our spirits, but we still allow for it to be. So I'm learning to say I can't. Um, a little bit more in those instances. Sorry, Drew.
2: It, does, that Sorry. Day ever, does, does that day ever come, though, to thank you for being patient? Like, when you think it's going to happen, like you hold out for hope, does it ever happen?
1: I give them a year. Yeah, <laughs> you Google, get a year. Google Cow, <laughs> Google Cal. <Kyle. laughs> Spreadsheet.
2: six months in like like,
1: okay i'm trying i'm trying are you well like let's just talk about it on october 1st 748 you (laughs) you exhibited this behavior i mean i feel like in my experience i have never seen it come around where it's like all right i feel good now and like thank you for being patient yeah it's it normally feels like for me like I have to endure crazy, crazy. And I don't want to do that. I feel like that's why I left the league and I play in China right now. Um, because the energy I feel like in the league right now, isn't something I want to serve or show up to. So I'm protesting now. Um, yeah, that's just what it is. Meet me in China I'm no more for dondre <laughs> why do you
0: why do you why do you guys think if why do you guys think it takes so long to meet those requirements when in when in, in a relationship for someone to change and give what they can't get
1: I feel like it's like so to be vulnerable to be completely vulnerable with someone. I feel like it's a commitment and it's, it takes a lot for people to be open and like, like trust in general, like for me, it's the same thing with friends, like anyone, like just to open up on that level. It takes a certain level of seeing the person. I wonder if it's the same like that in a relationship. Um, Like, when it comes to changing, like, I feel like a lot of people may not have had great dating experience, relationship experiences. So I wonder if that affects how they can open up, show up, because they're being protective. And I feel like in the city we live in, New York, it's very protective. Like, a lot of people, they got chains on their heart, and I understand I I get it, but it's like, who do we give the key for? You know, to open up when you know it's right, when it feels good. Um, I don't know. I, do we? I don't know. Is New York capable of that? I don't know. China, yeah,
2: I mean, possibly. that's what I was gonna ask. Like, yeah, c- can can people change? And I mean, I mean, yeah, but like, I guess like when it comes to relationships or like dating or whatever it is, like, can, can those habits change? And like, how much space do we give for that change? Like, do we give the space to the point where we sacrifice our own happiness?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it really depends on how important those, you know, requirements that you have are like say for example if you've been dating for like four years and your your significant other like or your your boyfriend leaves the seat up all the time and you're just like well can you like put the seat down and that's been going on for years and then you get married and he's still leaving the seat up like what is that something you Do
1: you get divorced over that? I don't know. You
0: know what I mean? Like, you signed up
1: and knew that he's leaving the seat up? There's some negotiables. Like, it's like, if you were to write, like, a contract, it'd be like, this is what I'd like to see change. And it'd probably be, like, regular text. There might be some other, and, like, italicized, with asterisks, bold, and non-negotiables. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Non-negotiables. Like, this is, like, you know, I'm hands off if these occur. But like, you know, like, those would be desirable. I think those are easier to shift and change. Like, oh, I could, oh, put the toilet seat down. But like, I gotta, like, that's not too hard to change. And that's like an adaptation. But something like showing up or like meeting a love language or attachment style, understanding that, like, that can take time. I, I would not let it. I, I don't believe in like enduring just for the sake of enduring. Like ah, uh, like I'm gonna show strength. Like I think there's gonna be rough patches in any and every relationship, but it doesn't have to come at the sake of your um your your mind state and your headspace.
0: So, I guess understanding that there's always gonna be space to grow. With that in mind, do you? how how upset how like upset would would you be if your partner just never changed this one thing about them that always found you that you always found to be annoying like how how de- like could that possibly be detrimental like is this something you just get over and you just live with it
1: I got the thought back right so and it plays right. into this I feel like okay. it has to get like all this really has to get contextualized, yo. I and mean, I know I'm sounding like a broken that record, word again, but we really have to like, there sometimes it's not contextualized enough. So like having discussions where maybe you can like say, this is why it matters to me. So the, the person really understands it. So it's not like a want, but it feels more like a, a need, like a relationship need or a partnership need. Um, I think if I knew and understood more from where the person's coming from, rather than it's like if your parents said like, don't do this, like you're like, all right. But once you understand why not to, it changes the game a bit. And not everything needs the context, but I find that it could help a lot. Like, hey, this is why I like quality time. Like I am alone for most of the my days and i value my partnership and i like to do things with my partner i like to create meaningful experiences with my partner and i like for you to be a part of it instead of me recapping all of these wonderful moments to you via iMessage like to me i'm like oh, okay like i get it like and it doesn't have to feel like a task or gruesome you're like well i like this person like I want to spend time with them and it makes total sense. Like that is a way that I can meet her need, so or their need. So contextualize.
2: It's like Dandre left the league and became a commissioner.
1: Like. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we going eighty three, yo, we going eighty three. <laughs>
0: Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean I I oh go ahead, Drew. <laughs>
0: No, 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 <laughs> go ahead. Okay,
2: no, 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 I, I agree, man. I, I think uh, we need, we always need context. I think we always need to understand the significance of why our needs are, what our needs are, and I think um, how the other person responds to that shows how much, how just how much they are invested in you, because it's like if you give them the full story and they're just like, all right, cool, but they still don't, they still don't show up. There's just like. Do you actually care? Like, are you how present are you? You know, so it's like it gives you. It's a good, it's a good meter. Not that you're trying to meter people, but it's a good meter in a sense of like how invested is this person? How willing are they to adjust to, um, you know, to be on beyond their playing style if needed? Like, you know, I think I think context context really does help, um, and I think it's not something that. We're always so willing to give off the bat, um, but it takes vulnerability, it takes uh, it takes intention. So, um, yeah, I just agree.
0: How long do you give uh, someone you give?
2: one calendar month? No, I'm
0: kidding.
1: show me now show me now
0: (laughs) no but that you know we we're joking about that but i think a lot of people have their expectations up really really high in terms of how long change can take and i mean i don't know the the stats on that but change takes a while you know repetition uh the willingness the the determination all those play a factor especially if something's deeply rooted. So I think as a society, especially in New York city, like we're super impatient. So (laughs) we gotta, we have to like figure that out. And I don't know, Jay.
1: I mean, but can we be mad at like the expectation if it is like a month or so? Like I like to see progress myself and I don't want to feel like I'm being duped or I'm talking to myself. Like my, I don't know if there's like an anti love language, but my least favorable thing to do is to repeat myself in <laughs> a partnership space. Yeah, I don't enjoy. It. Yeah, I don't. I don't like doing that. Like, I don't like saying it again and again to a point where like I gotta go Yazy, You know what I mean? Like, I I like to I like to feel heard, and I like to even just see like small adaptations to it. Right. Like, so it's not. I don't feel like anything is just drastic like we say put the toilet seat down and like i never have to ask you about that maybe it's monday you do it tuesday you forget wednesday you know but i'm seeing progress and that's what matters to me and yeah
2: yeah it's funny like my pet peeve is being rushed (laughs) but um (laughs) no but i guess my question (laughs) okay let's put that out there but <laughs> uh, my question uh yeah everything is said with the chest but um
0: <laughs> 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 no that is
1: straight <laughs> that's
0: it oh <laughs> yeah, yo left you know, <laughs> yeah,
2: i'm fully joking i'm fully joking <laughs> but um no my question was like what <laughs> what happened <laughs>
0: Oh man! Um, no, look, I fully support. Kurt. Look what you done, Drew. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm here for. I'm here for empowerment. Yo, man. We gotta just always speak how we feel. Right, I hear that. I hear no that. No matter what,
2: I'm not throwing shots, man. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just,
0: I'm just speaking <laughs> my truth. Out. Oh my
1: God, I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm
0: not. <what> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, let's chill. Let's chill. We get. We get. We get. let go ahead, Kurt.
2: What if the change starts and it's not consistent? Like it's like you start to see it happen and then it completely just falls off what happens then.
0: um i think for me if i at least see that effort there that is probably the the most one of the most important things for me it's better than not trying so i am someone that understands that change takes time so if you get to a level where It may not be comfortable for me, but it's you like honestly trying your hardest. I think I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to always be consistent. I think in understanding it's a change, there's going to be growing pains with it. Um, So yeah, I'd be okay. I'm fully understanding of it. I think seeing increments of change is key. And what I would like to see. But I know that it might not be instantly and it might not be consistent, but I could, I noticed that effort is being made. That's key. Like, that we're trying to meet me at the need. Like, I'll accept that. Then one month down the line, like, nothing has changed. Like, it's the same behavior, and I'm constantly being hurt by it and I'm constantly rediscussing. Cause for me with the pet peeve of not liking to discuss um, or say a point over and over is that, are you taking me serious? Are you listening? Are you, or do you, when you hear it, are you just being dismissive, you know, or you're just saying, yeah, I hear you and not really caring. So I think the actions really speak very loudly in those moments of like, you know, like, Maybe you don't have a lot of time to give, but you're like, yo, like, I want to set up a system that can work for both of us. This is my schedule. Like I do want to at least see once a week and the times I can't let's like try to do a video call. Cause we have tech. I think tech, I don't know if that is physical like time, but I got to count for something during the the COVID era. Yeah. It's time you see me, right? can't be all the time you can't be a virtual boo but you know
2: that happens
1: you what think we'll see virtual boos after it's happening phone? already it's happening already oh, like full right. virtual boos like kiss me through the phone <laughs> <laughs> hey soldier boy was ahead of his time man. <laughs> he was he was he was he was he was, he was.
0: <laughs> i think so i think it becomes like i think people are probably finding it easier I think there might be some out there that are perfectly okay with just having like a virtual, like significant other, just because it's safer in the world we live in right now. And it's probably convenient for some and probably cost efficient. You know, you could just like send your, if you, if you're having a virtual date, you know you guys both buy food or or if you're balling send send your person your food and a bottle of wine or whatever and just kind of you know have that virtual date you don't have to tip you know (laughs) you don't have to travel there's no gas involved there's no fares you know so that might be that might be the future
1: or you can you can say hey I'm gonna take you to a restaurant make reservations for two pop your phone right by the seat like yo (laughs) what are you she wants she wants wine. You want wine. Yeah, all right. And lasagna, okay. Cool. I'm a, I'm gonna eat for you. A, is that okay? Mm-hmm. Like it could get real 2050 thoughts. Like we're talking Jetsons, like we're we're still here on the floor, but I'm thinking like you know.
0: Yeah. I'm area. here I'm here for the futuristic takes, man. Same.
1: We we still gotta get the fun of I feel like what I really notice in New York city is that we don't got the fundamentals right. So you can't play seven seconds or less. You can't, you can't play in a league if you don't have the fundamentals. Like you can't drive a car if you don't know how to like stare properly. And like, you can't speed, you can't go fast. So we have to get the fundamentals right before we get advanced. We go basic before we, you know, play on superstar. So.
2: In the wheels
0: before the the two wheeler Talk to him. Talk to him. Okay, Dre. So what? What are what are New York City people missing? What are the
1: fundamentals? Let's see if I got that on the notepad. I mean, like, (laughs) I just think I had this thought earlier, right? Like, I feel like we New York City is all about we keep it real, but we keep it real until until it's time to get real, you know? Like, until it's time to really put our money where the mouth is at, then it's all detached, you know, then it's all, well, I don't owe you anything. Like, let me just walk away from it how I, how I want to, or uh, unless you press me for context, like it is what it is. So I think there's a level of like keeping it real. I don't think that's really there. No pun intended. And I feel like all the fundamentals aren't there. I just think everyone, most people here are here for a thrill. You know, it's a glamorous city. It's fun. It's a fun city. We're just here for the fun. Rental, no purchase. So you, like, directly attributing that to population size? Population We're the most populated city in America. So that certainly plays a part. Um, they, I mean... I think a lot of people come here and they are career focused. Um, it's a land of opportunities. So you are out about your opportunities and your bread and the lifestyle. Like, I don't know. New York city is expensive to have some sort of partnership. I don't know. You gotta look at the economics. When we look at all this stuff, like post quarantine, we gotta look at economics. When we're looking at dating, we can't, That Brooklyn to Bronx, like 275 twice a week, out of the picture. You know, we have to really get down to the fundamentals and take a bus when I get off, two buses. Like, we really have to look at the fundamental picture of how we're doing this thing. Like, ain't no stimmies, you know? Ain't no, yeah, so that's just a little brief on me. Kurt, do you agree with, with Dre on this?
0: New York City, got to learn the fundamentals?
2: I, yeah, I mean, our, our bus taking days have to be over. We got to retire the bus taking days. I mean, yeah,
1: I, I mean... So you're doing pick up and drop offs? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, clear his throat on
1: that one. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, You said busted.
2: No, I mean, yeah. Why not? If if that's where, if that's the precedent you're trying to set, I don't see why not.
1: Yeah,
2: but I think a lot of the I think, I think a lot of our detached uh habits are just like, you know, we. It's true we we don't we don't really l- know very well how to maneuver the game on a personal personal level, basic things text back like <laughs> like you know just keep consistent communication or even even if you can't keep it super consistent, keep it honest, you know, just be like, hey maybe you you want more than I can give right now, and say that you know like like it's it may it's a hard thing to say it's uncomfortable, it's easier said than done, but it's just like at least say it in some way shape or form not just like oh he'll get the message you know just like she'll get it i just won't text back she'll understand
1: yeah and it's odd because then i'll see tweets that kind of defend that 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 will say things like well it's my phone i pay the bill i communicate how Uh, i want and i'm like yo i get uh, that but like we don't pay a thousand dollars for a device to not utilize it or not communicate like you look stupid yeah (laughs) yeah like you know like like we see the, te- I used to get to a place where I didn't get the text back, and I'd be like, "Oh, maybe they didn't get the text." Like, Give every maybe this, the you know, I'm always defending, and the homie used to be like, "She got the text, bro." <laughs> <laughs> In her head. Yeah, she got, she got the text, bro. Like, it's not. I was like, "Yo, but maybe, maybe, bro." Like, she got <laughs> passed away, or like some passed drastic. away. I'd be looking at obituaries and he's like, nah, bro, she alive. She good. You know what I mean? And that's like, no one should have to go through that. Like no one should have to be like thinking about fourth, fifth, sixth worst thing, worst thing to happen. Like it should just be like, yo, like, hey, like, you know, say what's up, you know, and you can, because I think sometimes what happens is that we both feel it, both people feel it and we don't say it. And then it just kind of comes out at some point like hey i can't do this no more like but drop off yeah drop off what do you what you feel about the drop off and can you come back from a drop off like i know we talked about that last part but what if the excuse is valid
2: an excuse that i'd (laughs) accept is like maybe let's be honest like (laughs) You know, maybe like you're both single and it's like, hey, you know, maybe I was, you know, talking to someone else or just like, I'm just coming out of a situation and I wasn't sure if I was fully ready yet, whatever, things like that. Um, But I think some kind of accountability has to be shown and I think some kind of intentionality has to be shown, not just like, I'm sorry, and then kind of like never showing back up. Um, It's, again, the power is in your hands to say, to like, say what to, to see what you want to do with that. Cause it's like, you know, do I have to show up for this person in a different way? Is it something I can accept? Like if, you know, what if, you know, this is how they cope and if it affects our communication, is this something
0: that I'm willing to deal with or not? You know? Yeah. I think, uh, I think we have to just remember that a people are always going to have things about them that you don't like and also it takes time to change those things so try to be realistic with your your expectations and try to be true with your intentions like you know i I think that's the best way and trying to figure out what you can give and what you can't give
2: and some of these things are a learning curve too like can you give intimacy if you never received it you mm. know that's it's like how do you learn that you don't you can't go to school for that right it's like Nah, that's why they're here relationship pod you know? oh yeah exactly yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: like we, we might have to tour this around new york city to teach yeah. the fundamentals you know
2: yeah if this like, wasn't COVID time i'm pretty sure we'd set up a college tour like high school tour. <laughs>
1: I, oh, elementary elementary start i <laughs> young start like, super young really like readapt the whole and i think it's something me and curve always talked about is like if we had this knowledge when we were young like man like uh, different game plays like we'd totally be lebron we would be lebron <laughs> you know you don't gotta be frank milakina and take three years right like we can really mm. be league ready and i wasn't league ready till oh wow same but I was self ready. It's a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> How do we close this out?
0: Nah, we just did. It. We don't need to. Closing out
2: is a state of mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In my mind, it's already been
1: closed. <laughs> wow. Well. <laughs> What needs to be said when all has been said. See you next week. (laughs) Peace.